0: There's many mentors, there's many teachings, there's many lessons out there. So many books, podcasts, YouTube videos, courses you can do. But when it pops up in real life, be conscious of it and follow that up. Take it on head on. Don't put your head in the sand. Don't just turn away and pretend it's not there. If you're feeling those emotions, it's feedback from the universe that there's healing to be had.
1: Welcome to the Rediscover You podcast, hosted by Melissa Fernandez. Rediscover You is a show all about relationships, breakups, health, money, life, and more. Melissa is a multi-passionate entrepreneur, author, and relationship expert who will be bringing you a new message each week, plus interviews with conscious leaders from around the world. So let's get ready to dive in to this episode of Rediscover You. Here's your host, Melissa Fernandez. Rediscover You. Woo, woo, woo.
2: Welcome back, my incredible lovers, and welcome to another show of the Rediscover You podcast. Firstly, I want to say a big thank you for pushing play and coming and supporting this podcast and really just showing up to learn and rediscover who you are. So today's episode, I am pumped about because there is a lot that this guy has to give, a lot of value. And we were just chatting before, I'm like, what should we chat about? Because I know you have so much value, but today's episode... This chat is going to get unreal. So let's get ready for it. And let me introduce you to this amazing guest speaker. So Lewis Huckstep is an entrepreneur and mindset mechanic. He first started the fitness industry when he was 18. He started working for free for two and a half years to learn and develop his skill set. He then purchased his first franchise at the age of 20. Wow, that's epic. Within six months, he opened up a second franchise and then acquired a third franchise at the age of 22, doing seven figures a year in revenue. Wow. He has now since moved into the mental health space, coaching people to free them from their mental limitations. His purpose is to help people transform mentally, emotionally, and financially. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about how Lewis really stepped into himself, orange who he was and rediscovered who he is. So let's bring on this amazing guest speaker, Lewis.
0: Someone needs one of you for like their theme songs for life. Like whenever you enter a room, you need like something like that. That is phenomenal. That's like amazing. It's like a theme song. I love that. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, having a deep chat. I love deep chats.
2: Oh, I love it. And thank you for being on here. It's so good to see you. So, Loris, let's dive into it. For all our listeners right now who are listening, tell us your story.
0: I'll give you the short version of it and we can dive wherever you want to dive into. Um, I'm from a small island called Norfolk Island, if anyone knows where it is. Very, very small, population of about 1,300 at the moment. It's getting smaller and smaller. Uh, and growing up, I was a very odd kid, very odd, very... Weird, socially awkward. I got expelled from kindergarten. Proudest achievement to date. Mum and dad tested me. Like they flew me to Australia, got me tested, and they they diagnosed me with Asperger's on the autistic spectrum. But I was quite quite a sports person. Loved sports. Came to Australia to follow, the, I guess, the sporting uh, way of doing things. And through year twelve, um, I wanted my life ambition at that time was to be a high school teacher and a personal trainer. That was my. That's how big my goals were back then, um, and I repeated Year Twelve to get into university. In my second year of university, my oh, sorry, my second year of Year Twelve when I repeated it, um, I got into the personal development area. Tony Robbins, Robert Kiyosaki, started my um, the PLC journey, which was a, is a huge chapter of my life. Dropped out of uni after I read Rich Dad Poor Dad, d- dove into business and dove into personal development. Loved learning. love like I remember when I found Tony Robbins, I was watching him up to like midnight every night, just. There Devouring how much content because there's so much free content out there. I've had a huge, I guess, emotional journey as well, which I'm looking forward to chatting to you about Um, from those times where I got, uh, I guess, bullied and times that I literally got diagnosed as being weird. um, Obviously, that can affect you when you're quite young and being able to um, rediscover who I am and being able to become authentic with who I am, get clear on who I am. And uh, been able to be vulnerable with it. It's, uh, it's something that I, I, I preach a lot. I'm in the mental health space. I deal with people with depression, suicide, anxiety on a daily basis. And um, yeah, it's, it's what I love. So yeah, currently got the two franchises, sold one last year um, and now building up a coaching, uh, coaching business and building a little personal brand for myself and um, meeting incredible people just like Mel. And here I am.
2: I love it. What a journey. What I want to know though, is because you said you found Tony Robbins and he was obviously the first touch into personal development. What made you go and look for Tony Robbins and find him?
0: When I started to get into the fitness industry, so I met um, my business partner, well, I guess employee at the time, um, Scott, and he, uh, who started PLC and he, uh, he just started sending me YouTube videos and he just said, Hey man, check this out. Uh, and, I, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I will later. And he, and then he'd send it to me. He says, let me know what you get out of this. I'm like, fuck, now I've got to watch it. <laughs> so And then I watch it. I'm like, I don't know if you've seen the video how he just talked about rapport, matching and mirroring, like pretty, I guess, basic stuff. But I watched it. I'm like, fuck, that's so interesting. I, why don't we get taught all that stuff?
2: Love that. And everyone listening to the show right now, make sure to send us a message, send a message to Lewis, send a message to me and let us know what you got from this show. So that means you've got to listen to it to the end. I love that. What what a great way to hold someone accountable as well. And amazing that you had this mentor there to help push you forward to stepping into that personal development life. So you've been on this journey for quite some time now. What do you feel is that you've learned the most throughout your personal development journey?
0: What a big question. Um, Learned the most. um, I guess it's just, uh, a quote that I, I use quite often, I, I've stolen off someone, obviously, everyone steals each other's stuff, right? Um, and I, it's, it was a quote along the lines of, someone asked the gentleman who created the statue of David, and they said, how did you create such a masterpiece of the statue of David? And he said, well, honestly, it wasn't about creating it, it was just about removing all the pieces that weren't the statue of David. So, it's about like, you've got the real version, authentic version of you inside, but you've got these masks and personas and all these layers on top of that, that you've built up over years from society, from experiences, from uh, bullying or traumas or whatever you've been through. And just learning to, I guess, go head first into it and not avoid it. Because at the end of the day, healing's painful. It's, it's obviously the sunshine and rainbows part and the growth part, which is what we're doing it for. Healing, it, it's messy, it's snotty, it's, it, there's tears, there's screaming, there's, th- that's what healing is. Like, maximum growth comes on the border of chaos and order. Like, you need chaos and to then balance that to then grow. So, I guess just going where it's uncomfortable. If something pops up, if you get triggered, where's that coming from? Okay, mm-hmm. holy shit, I just got really frustrated over that. Why is that frustrating me? Oh, wow, I got really nervous. I went to a, a networking event at your house uh, a couple of weeks ago and I got really anxious. I was like, where's this coming from, Louis? That next week, by the way, Mel, Mel, I haven't told you that. I had a really emotional week because I was following up that feeling I got from that event. I came to you I was like, fuck, I'm really, really anxious right now. I don't, I know two people here, you, Reese, and Morgan. Um, and I, I'm like, fuck, I feel really anxious. Like, where's that coming from? And so, like going back from my childhood, going back with my parents. It's like, holy shit, that's where it's coming from. But how has that served me? And then actually learning to see that as a positive, balancing it out so it doesn't affect me long-term. But I don't know if that answered the question, but going headfirst into it. There's many mentors, there's many teachings, there's many lessons out there. So many books, podcasts, YouTube videos, courses you can do. But when it pops up in real life, like be conscious of it Mm. and follow that up. Take it on head on. Don't put your head in the sand. Don't just turn away and pretend it's not there. Like if you're feeling those emotions, you have, it's feedback from the universe that there's healing to be had. So that would be my biggest one is when it shows up, take it on and actually grow yes, from it.
2: I love that. And thank you for being real and raw. This is what it's all about. And this is, I, I'd love to dive a little bit more into this because I'm sure a lot of people listening have also got that feeling of walking into an event or a party where they don't really know many people there and feeling quite anxious around that. So, Can you chat to us? And you said you had a really emotional week. What is it that you worked on to help you get through it?
0: So Dr. Martini is is one of the bigger mentors that I'm really devouring at the moment. And the teachings that he really teaches, he talks about balance. It's like every pro, there's a con, every negative has a positive. And and he, he talks about balance and he talks about, I guess... So like say stress, a lot of people think stress is like negative or most people associate negativity with it, but stress saves lives. I would say if a tiger walked in this room, I would get stressed and I'd get out that window. So it would save my life, but too much stress creates other challenges. So it's like anxiety, it's not good or bad. It just is what it is. There's benefits to anxiety. You think of the worst case scenario. So you're super detailed and you're super planned out and you're super conscious of the worst case scenario. For me, when I I guess what showed up, it's like. Growing up, I told you I was a weird kid. My mom said, I was like, no one invited you to a birthday party. I'm like, oh, didn't know. (laughs) Didn't realize why. But being, okay, well, why is that? What's the benefits to that? I love my alone time. I see myself as quite a deep thinker. I think really deep by myself. I see that how it is. I see that as a positive. And just, I guess, seeing where it's come from growing up. So when an emotion pops up, I'll just write it down. I'm a huge fan of, of journaling and just journaling your thoughts and just writing it down and just listing out pros and cons to both of it. And once you realize that there's just as many positives as uh, there are negatives, it doesn't trigger you. It's just, it is what it is. It's meant to be because it is what it is. Whatever happened, happened and couldn't have happened any other way because it didn't. That's Peter Crone for anyone that listens to him. It's like, what happened was it precisely what was meant to happen because it happened. So learning to see the blessings and the gratitude within everything is very powerful. So it's like, yeah, I do get socially awkward. I, I am. But then one-on-one, like we just did a podcast, you're on mine. I love the deep one-on-one deeper conversations. I like that. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. I, I do this quite frequently. This is kind of my whole week is just being conscious of how I feel when I get triggered, write it down and then work on it. Obviously later, if you're not in the right environment to do so follow that emotion until you get the learning from it.
2: I love this. This is key because especially now the world that we've been living in, you know, so many of us have actually been virtually chatting to people. We haven't really been going out and getting ourselves out in social situations. I found myself when I got myself out in a social situation, I felt a little bit anxious. And I was like, ooh, where's this coming from? And it's because it just hadn't been a while for me that I hadn't actually networked and spoke to people. And so it felt really uncomfortable, but I love going back there and actually writing out the pros and the cons and just letting it all out and writing like, Hey, where's this come from? Why do I feel like this? What's the pro? What's the con? Because if you're not aware, like self-awareness, always healing begins with self-awareness and we cannot change things unless we're aware. So I love that. So cool that we recommending writing it down. So let's chat about healing because you were speaking before about the healing journey. And, woohoo, and it is, it's big. Like I had, saw this thing the other day on TikTok, and it was something that was going like, you think killing is hard. Try healing. Healing is harder. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, mm, so true. Because to be able to go there and, and rediscover who you are, you've got to go through that healing journey. So Jumping right in and going, you thought that the last question before was a big question. Get ready for this. What do you feel has been the biggest thing that you've healed in your life?
0: Wow. Healing, I guess, my self-image. When you, Again, when you get told stories as a kid, when you're not conscious of this stuff, if you get told you're a loser and you're weird and you're... You you can't learn <laughs> you you're you can't read you can't write like when you get told things like that it's like to undo those years and years of labeling and, and programming that's all that is it's just programming this computer up here it's um so just healing from that has been huge um that would probably be the biggest one and then but then that obviously cascades into a lot of other areas um probably relationship. Like growing up, like seeing my parents and their relationship, very abusive. I've got vivid Im- images of, um. you relate to this, uh, you said Disney, I did video games. I would come home, mum and dad were just going at it, screaming, yelling. I would run into my room. I'd play video games. So, I love video. It was my, my distraction to get away from it. So, I, for a long time, consciously decided to be single and not... Because I saw relationships as painful. I'm like, fuck that. Like while I, I grew up in a football environment for my sporting uh, part of my life and my mates would just cheat on their girlfriends every weekend. And I'm that nice guy. I'm like, fuck, I kind of want to tell your girlfriend, to be honest, but I didn't do that. Um, so, healing from, I guess, how I view relationships was a really big thing for me. And just all the labels that we get given that you're stupid, that you're ugly, that you're not good enough, that you're whatever programming that you get as a kid. So specifically, I'd say the learning side of things is like saying that I'm dumb and saying I can't learn and saying that I'm learning disabled. And then probably relationship, to be honest, I haven't haven't been asked that question specifically. So, and maybe self-confidence if I was to be honest in that too, like being confident in myself, which would probably tie into the social settings as well. But then something that I, I learned from D. Martin at the same time, it's like everyone experiences unconfidence. Everyone experiences confidence. It's like I can get, if I was to give you a situation where you've never done it before, you don't know what you're doing. And so like you probably won't feel very confident. But I can guarantee if I give you something that you've fucking done 10 times over or 100 times over, it's like you do it really confidently. So I answer questions really long, so I don't know if that answered the question.
2: No, it's incredible. And I love this because the reason you're here speaking openly on your heart is because you're real. You're raw, you're authentic, and you've done the work to show up as who you are today. In the world that we live in right now, there are so many people out there putting masks on, putting masks on because they're afraid of judgment. They're afraid of what other people are going to think. Their self-image that you were talking about. You know, when do you feel was that pinnacle moment where you were like, you know what, I'm going to just take my mask off and just show up as who I am.
0: I'd say they're diff- in different areas you do that. Like uh, I definitely, in, a bus- in my business career, I definitely did that because I always had Scott who was that original person I came down he was my first mentor and I pedestaled him. And when you pedestal someone, when you look up to someone, you minimize yourself. When you, it's like when you have a role model, you see all their upsides, none of their downsides, but you minimize what you see in them. And then we became business partners and then that was a huge learning curve for me. So, I guess once when we split as business partners and I had to step in and be my own business owner and actually run it the way I wanted to and make the decisions that I wanted to, that was huge for me. And then make it honestly probably still in the business category, making the decision to do what I love business-wise. I felt pressured or obliged to keep opening up these gyms that I was doing and where i re- really, really passionate about the coaching industry, really passionate about helping people with their emotions, helping people with their mindset, their psychology, helping people overcome their past traumas, their past labels and giving myself the permission to do that. It was actually in a mastermind with and Ray. now that I think of it. I was, I was struggling for motivation and motivation, lack of motivation is a symptom of an uninspired goal. So I was doing things that weren't inspiring me because motivation is short-term, right? Everyone's been motivated and then unmotivated. Mm. But when you're intrinsically inspired by the things that are highly valuable to you, your life values then it, you've got an untapped amount of inspiration because you do it, you're spontaneously inspired to do it. Like I'm, sh- I'm sure no one motivates you to look after your health because you see value in doing that. No one's motivating you or holding you accountable right now to do this podcast. I, I think you've got quite a high value on teaching and giving back. Correct me if I'm wrong. So you're inspired to do that. I'm inspired to be here. Like I'm inspired to be on this podcast to teach. Nice. It's my second highest value. So being able to just give myself the permission to do what the fuck I want and do what I love and put myself first and say, you know what, Scott, you've done so much for me and you've changed my life. You can introduce me to personal development and this whole world. It's like, it's like a different world, right? Mm-hmm. It's like literally looking through the world with a different lens, the personal development world versus when you're not conscious of it. So he did so much for me, but at the same time, I did so much for him. I worked for free for two and a half years. I actually paid to work there. He made me pay a gym membership while I was there. It's a it's a joke I tell everyone, and um, it's like I did so much for him, and, and and there was perfect balance in how much value we exchanged between each other. So if, for me to be like, you know what? Thank you, but I don't. I'm not going to follow necessarily in the way you would like me to build my fortune. I'm going to do what I love. And so being able to step into that power of doing what I want and prioritizing what I want—that's probably been the most most amount of growth that I've had along the way.
2: Wow! I freaking love this. There were so many aha moments. That I just wanna repeat. So, what I love in the aha moment was putting people on a pedestal will always minimize who you are. And that is so, yeah, at the end of the day, people are just people. The only difference is looking at the people that you look up to. Why do you look up to them? What is it they've done that you haven't done yet that you can actually go and do? And, you know, I say this all the time when I work with people, I don't want them to come in and work with me for like years. I wanna work with them. And then they say goodbye. I don't want to hold on to anyone because then I haven't done my job. And I see it all the time in the PT industry, right? And people have clients that they've had for years and years. It's like, but are we here to like teach them and train them? And then, so now they're like, they can't live without us. We're now creating this codependent like relationship. (laughs) It's like, no, I just really want to help people then go, cool. You got me here. Now I'm going here next person, next person, next person, and so on and building yourself up. So that was a great aha moment. I just wanted to add that in. And the other aha moment that you said was the motivation. So motivation comes from when you're uninspired.
0: Yeah. The need for motivation is a symptom of an uninspired goal because motivation comes and goes, right? Mm -hmm. The warm bath. Have you used that example before? No, tell us. Oh, you sit in, it's like a motivation is a warm bath. You sit in there, it feels really good, but eventually you're just sitting in cold water and you own piss. <laughs> so it's like, it's nice. It's exciting. It, it gets you, it feels really good. It's like, how how many people have you seen over the years go to a motivational event and then they don't do anything? Mm, so but when you're in, But when you're inspired, by your life's purpose, mission, values, and you're clear on that and you set goals congruent with that, you're wanting to do it. It's like today I had a client, I I trained this morning because I'm inspired to look after my health. I had a client from nine to 10. I was reading because I loved learning. I did a podcast with you. I'm doing a podcast now on yours. And then I'm I'm hanging out with my partner. No one's holding me accountable to do any of that. It's what I want to do. I'm not inspired to go out and get like hammered on the weekend at Surface Paradise, it's like, that's not inspiring to me. It was when I was like 18, 17, 18, but it's like, that's not inspiring to me. Anyways, whatever you're in, spontaneously inspired to do, within that are your values if you would have become conscious of them.
2: Oof, that's amazing. This is such an aha moment. I hope everyone listening is getting so much value out of Lewis. He's so gold. Absolutely amazing, Lewis. And I know the journey you've been on is incredible and so much growth you've done to develop who you are today. So let's just ask one more question. If you were to give anyone advice right now, listening to this podcast, you know, something that you just want to add in that you can really feel help them strip off their masks and just show up as who they are. What would
1: be one of your tips?
0: um i went through this today when i did the business presentation it would be number one get clear on your values just what i just said i've got a free video on youtube how to do it It, there's quite a simple process to do it get clear on your values get clear on your purpose get clear on your mission get clear on your vision so vision in detail the magic's in the detail say a high value of yours is family what's the vision you have for your family in detail like The kids, what are you teaching them? What house are you living in? How much income are you making? How are you making that money? What are you doing in your spare time? Get really clear on the life that you want to create. Get clear on that. And then when you start taking action in line with that, you're inspired to do it. Then the mental limitations pop up. Then the, oh, I don't think I'm good enough. Great. You've just become conscious of a healing opportunity because the benefit of being triggered is being shown where you've got areas to heal. And that's where everything has benefits, right? So be be conscious of when you get triggered and then journal it down the process to give you the shortest version of it is you've got to equilibrate the, the trigger until it's like it you hit a point where it's like holy shit this was meant to happen and this is hard to hear so just preparing you guys for the next line i've done this exact process that people have been mentally abused sexually abused physically abused i did one with a with a lady three months ago and she was sexually abused about a month earlier and she was quite emotional had a big cry we went through the process and we came up with 49 benefits of what happened like 45 40 so 49 benefits of being sexually abused and it's like you say that to the average person they'll probably slap you across the face because mm. they see that as pain yes there's pain there but it also taught you something did it? did it teach you boundaries did it teach you to pick who you hang out with did it teach you self levels of standards that you held for yourself and that you won't let anyone cross that standard. Did it now give you purpose to help other people not experience the pain that you did experience? Like there's so many benefits if you find it. So get clear on your life's mission, vision, uh, values, and then be conscious of your triggers because they're teaching you and they're literally your signs and feedback for you to grow. But if you're just blaming and reacting and being emotional and you're not actually conscious of it. Oh, okay, great. I'm feeling really frustrated right now. Why is that? Because uh, my partner was um, was mean to me. Okay, cool. Well, was it mean or was it the way they're communicating and you've taken that on the wrong way? Why can't you say thank you, babe, for being vulnerable and sharing with me your emotions? What's making you so frustrated?
2: But Mm. that would
0: be my summarized version of that one.
2: That's amazing. Wow. I want to touch on so much on that, but you just said you have a video that explains it all on YouTube. So tell us where can we actually find this video?
0: Just type in Lewis Huckstep on YouTube. I've got quite a unique last name. So there's not many Hucksteps out there. On YouTube, Instagram is where most of my content goes. And yeah, if you've got any questions, guys, I've literally got free videos, free PDF downloads and stuff because it's like the information's out there. There's also a book, two books I would recommend is The Values Factor and The Breakthrough Experience. They're phenomenal books in terms of self-development if you're committed to doing that, but to save yourself reading those they're monster books, there's videos there. But Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, they're the three that I'm most most active on and podcasting as well. So, because um, I love having deep chats.
2: How cool is that? I have not, actually have not heard of those books before. So, I'm definitely going to go check that out and check out those videos and watch because did you sum them up?
0: Oh, yeah, pretty much. Oh, I just, I took the tools out of it. I just took the tools that are actually applicable um and just made videos on it it's like when someone says hey look i'm depressed i'm suicidal it's like okay watch this video if you've got an open mind and you're prepared to see a different perspective that is because as you know some people like to fight for their problems they like to keep their problems because it's like it serves them it gives them attention it gives them significance it gives them love so if you're open to working and dissolving your problems then yeah absolutely I, i can certainly assist
2: Wow. That's another aha moment right there. You're amazing, Lewis, and I can keep going and on and on, but I think you've provided so much value. So we can find you on YouTube. Tell us the name of your podcast. I know you have an awesome uh, podcast.
0: The Lewis Huckstep Experience. <laughs> so pretty, I'm pretty out there. I'm I'm a black and white type of guy, and kind of simple and uh, yeah, straight to it.
2: So good. I absolutely love it. Thank you so much for your golden nuggets and showing up and just being you, being real, being raw, being open and giving your value. We appreciate you and love you. Thank you. And just remember my amazing, incredible lovers, no matter in whatever in this world, take off those masks, show up as you because the world needs you to be you.
1: Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Rediscover You podcast. If you loved this show, then subscribe to it on iTunes and leave a five-star review. If you had an aha moment from this episode, then share the love with your friends. Screenshot this episode, send it to a friend, share it on your story, and make sure to tag Melissa on Instagram at TheMelFernandez. And if no one has told you lately, Melissa wants to remind you that you are enough.